You're listening to WSKG News. I'm Phoebe Taylor-Fuolo. As a new school year begins, the state's largest teachers' unions and other education experts are calling for better responses to threats of violence. As Karen DeWitt reports, educators are still reeling from the mass school shooting in Texas last spring, as well as the Buffalo shooting that killed 10 people. The union leaders say schools need to be better prepared for the grim reality that classrooms are increasingly a target for mass shootings and a setting for other forms of violence. The gunman in Uvalde, Texas, is accused of killing 21 people, 19 elementary school children and two teachers, and the man accused in the mass shooting at the top supermarket in Buffalo in May allegedly threatened to commit a murder-suicide at his high school near Binghamton one year earlier. New York State United Teachers President Andy Pilata says students and teachers also face an increasing number of more minor but still violent incidents. He names a few that occurred during the past school year. May 5th in the Hudson Valley, uh, schools were plagued by violence and bomb threats. May 25th, Syracuse, there was an eighth grader who brought a gun to school for protection. He told the officials in the school. New York City's United Federation of Teachers President Michael Mulgrew says hardening school security has not been the answer. Instead of talking about arming teachers and locking down schools as prisons, we have to start with the issue of give the school community what it needs to actually start dealing with the issues that our children are facing. The unions have issued a report calling for better coordination among school administrators, teachers, and even students to both react to potential threats and to stop them before they happen. The report recommends standard school safety procedures that use methods proven to be effective in identifying potentially dangerous situations before they escalate. Jackie Shieldkraut, a professor at SUNY Oswego and a national expert on mass shootings, worked on the task force that wrote the report. She also worked with the Syracuse City School District to implement safety programs beginning shortly after the 2018 Parkland, Florida shooting that killed 14 students and three staff members. Shieldcraft says every school in the district had a different policy for dealing with a potentially dangerous situation. That created confusion, she says. Now all schools follow the same procedure, using tactics that are proven to be successful. She says another goal is to make lockdown drills less scary for children. That do not raise the trauma of a drill. So the same way that we don't set schools on fire to practice a fire drill, we don't have to simulate active shooter drills or active shooter situations to practice a lockdown. The unions say schools also need to hire more staff with expertise in dealing with violence and students with mental health issues, including more nurses and school psychologists and social workers. Luckily, they say there is money in this year's state budget to do that. Task Force member Dwayne Serbone is the president of the Pittsburgh District Teachers Association near Rochester and the head of the Monroe County Federation of Teachers. He says more work needs to be done to prevent violent situations from escalating in the first place. He says in many cases, students know more about impending trouble than do the teachers. Most of us as high school teachers, middle school teachers, we have a student for 40 minutes a day. So I may hear something second period that seems a little concerning to me. Somebody else hears something later in the day. How do we open up? that communication and begin to have people having the proper conversations that are here to support our students. But he says they might not want to tell on their friends or classmates. The task force recommends setting up anonymous tip lines.
Finally, the task force recommends that the wide availability and large number of guns should be reduced. They say there should be a federal ban on high-capacity magazines and universal background checks for gun purchases. And they say the federal government should adopt laws similar to New York's to restrict those under 21 from buying guns and to adopt national red flag laws. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. And for news anytime, visit WSKG.org. I'm Phoebe Taylor-Vuolo. Thanks for listening.